I'm your host, Peter Ham, and I am beyond hyped, fired up, excited to have you here today. And I can guarantee you that we're going to have a damn good time. Because that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Having a good time, spreading the good vibes, spreading the good energy, and talking about the good shit in life. First and foremost, Thank you for tuning in. I honestly, I really do appreciate it. I know that your time is valuable. And the fact that you're spending it with me is pretty pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. My goal of this podcast is to provide value to your life in return. Simple as that. Whether that's maybe teaching you something new or making you laugh a little bit. My mission is that each episode of the Ham Planet podcast will really help you look at life through a different lens, a different pair of shades, and give you a little bit of different perspective on things, and hopefully enable you to step into the shoes of someone else. Throughout my life, guys, I've had the honor of knowing so many incredible, insightful, wise people who have really shaped and molded me into the, the man I am today. And I've always believed that you are with who you surround yourself with. And who knows, maybe I got lucky, but I think the people I've been blessed to have in my life are truly second to none. And I would feel like I'm doing a disservice if I did not share their wisdom that they've bestowed upon me to you. But don't worry, don't worry. This ain't an educational podcast. This ain't a philosophy class. This is all about talking about the good shit in life. I am on a quest to get these great people, put them behind the podium, have them on the good old hand planet podcast, and speak about their experiences. Ask them some tough questions. Ask them some goofy questions, and speak about their purpose, dig deep, and just enjoy a good old 60-minute session of shooting the breeze, because I feel like that's something we don't really get to do much in life anymore, and that's one thing that I am super excited to do uh, on the podcast. It is a rule that any guest on the podcast has got to have their phone on airplane mode the whole time. So got to throw some respect points our way for knowing that we are restraining from the powerful soul-sucking addiction of iPhones. Anyways, for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Keith Ham, and I absolutely love the power of positivity. I believe that life is a product of how we interpret things. I believe that if you choose to focus on the negative, the negativity in life will indeed surround you and even engulf you. But if you turn your focus to the positive possibilities, I believe these possibilities will gradually become realities in your life. This is a mentality that I will genuinely stand by to the day I die. If you know me, you know something I always say is, hey, it could be worse. And it's honestly true. And I think no one has any reason to not try an attempt to look at the positive side of life. And my goal is that this podcast will help you do that, maybe just a little bit. 
That being said, I obviously don't like hearing people bitch, complain, or moan. And if that's what you're looking for, you ain't going to find it here. We, um, we ain't about the drama. We're just about the good times, and we're about telling it like it is. I personally am blessed to be an able-bodied man on this earth, and I believe every single day is a great opportunity to close the gap between the person you are and the person you envision yourself to be. So I'm not preaching the gospel here. I, I got to admit that I am far from perfect. I'll be one of the first to admit that. I have failed thousands of times. I've made big mistakes. I've made small mistakes. I've made money. I've lost all my money. I've made more money, lost it again. And I've embarrassed myself, and I've done more stupid shit than I'd like to admit. And it's because I'm human, just like you. And everything that I've done in my life has made me who I am. And if you know me, you know that I'm a risk taker, for better or for worse. I am the type of guy who will bet on myself 99 times out of 10, no matter the circumstances, because I know that I will never give up. I refuse to accept no as an answer many times in life. I refuse to give in to the fear of failure. And I am a firm believer in that failure is one of the most powerful forms of growth that anyone can experience in their life. I am a proud business owner. I'm a proud American. Of course, I'm a proud Texan. And I'm a proud father to my beautiful daughter, Hadley Kate. And she is the joy of my life. Guys, if life has taught me one thing, it is that honesty is the key to happiness. I believe that as long as you have good in your heart and you portray that in an honest, genuine way, you should honestly never hold back from saying what you want to say, doing what you want to do, and living the life you want to live. Sure, I get it. Easier said than done, but... Honesty can solve a lot of problems. I know what makes me happiest in life, and that's being true to myself and being true to others. I'm a firm believer in the fact that you should only focus on what you can control in life because I hate to see it, but I see it every day. I see too many great people with tremendous opportunity wasting too much time and too much energy focusing on the things that they cannot control in life. You know, there's no shortcuts. You are the master of your fate and you are the captain of your soul. That is one of my all time favorite quotes. And shout out to my cousin Hunter Graham for showing that one to me 10 years ago. Super happy to say that it still resonates with me to this day. And I hope this podcast empowers you to take control of your ship and voyage through your life with confidence and strong direction. I'll go ahead and throw this out there. I'll never apologize for who I am. And I am super hyped to show you the purest form of Peter Ham that maybe the world's ever seen through this podcast. That being said, I will not judge others for who they are, where they are, what they want in life and what they believe in as long as you're motivated to be the best you you'll have my support and i will i will full-heartedly have your back and motivate you to be the best version of yourself that you can be you know at times on this podcast you may disagree with some things that are said you may love every word you hear you may think I'm a little over the top sometimes. You may think I'm crazy. You may think I'm goofy. Who knows? You may even think I'm a genius. Regardless of what you think, my hope is that you will embrace the good in each episode, in each guest, 
and each day of your life. Because that's what this podcast is all about. Embracing and sharing the good. Nothing more, nothing less. And uh, to cap off the intro, I might as well throw out a few fun facts about me. I am a rugby player, hell of a game. I am a former car salesman, former Cadillac salesman. Let me uh, correct that. I am a Culver Military Academy alumni, shout out Culver. I am a proud graduate of the Baylor University. Sick of Bears, shout out to my Baylor squad. Best school on the planet Earth. I am someone who's really fascinated by human performance. I enjoy psychology. I enjoy science. I enjoy history. And professionally, marketing, sales, and leadership are all right up my alley. And I love those areas of focus. And I'm sure we'll be talking about those topics throughout the podcast. I love life hacks. I love a good tough guy soda. I love the Dallas Cowboys, five-time Super Bowl champs, America's team. Love them to death. I love pushing myself to the limit. I love getting after it in the gym. And I love wearing insane sunglasses. I'm wearing them right now. You can't see them. But I got them on because the future is bright. And one last fun fact. I love wearing my fanny pack wherever I go. And guys, I'll tell you what. If you don't have a fanny pack, you got to drop what you're doing. Go to Amazon right now and get a black Adidas fanny pack absolutely changed my life. Anyways, though, let's get back to the topic at hand. Guys, I am honored to be your host today, and I really hope that through this podcast, I can send some good vibes your way. So without further ado, hop aboard the Ham Planet Spaceship of Positivity, and let's, uh, let's go ahead and travel through the galaxy of good vibes together. I am proud to present our first guest, the man of the hour and the CEO of Casper, my big brother, Christopher Ryan Ham, also known as Chamalama Ding Dong. Chris, how the hell are we? Buenos noches, Samer. How are we doing? Brother, we are doing great. We're doing I'm excited great. To be, I'm excited to be on here. I think this is, this is going to be great. And I don't know if there's a better host in the world. Well, brother, I, uh, yeah, I share that ambition. And, you know, I think, I think it'll be good. And if it's not, who cares? <laughs> you got to give it a shot. I love it. You got to give it a shot. I mean, we've been, how long have we been talking about wanting to make a podcast years years brother i think i remember us first talking about it back at least two years ago we kind of brought up the idea and i mean every everyone wants to start a podcast nowadays i feel like it's it's something that's a common theme wouldn't you feel like yeah, but I feel like you got to get out there and share your opinion. And I think you're a pretty smart guy. You got some good takes. You got some hot takes. So do I. And so do a lot of people that you know. So let's, uh, let's let it be known, brother. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Well, uh, oh, guess who I was listening to today uh, while I was knocking out some work? Who, who do I have on the uh, – uh, we got we got a we got a couple of options, I would say. Um, Throw out three some, guesses. Some three guesses. Um, I know it's someone you're gonna love. Oh geez. Um, how about my boys, Alabama? Roll Close. on highway, roll on low. Never uh, mind. I need, to, I need to listen to Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's great. Um, I don't know who is it, PD. I could go on for days. 
brother, good old John Denver. Oh man, what a guy. What a guy. I was listening to uh, Rocky Mountain High. It's just something about that song, no matter, you know, when you, when you throw it on, it's just, it's the good shit. And I think we love John Denver because dad loves um, the Rocky Mountains so much. And it's too bad that, I don't know what happened with John Denver, but can the guy not fill up his gas tank on the jet, like on his little plane, like super sad, it's gone too soon. Oh yeah. His legend lives on forever. Legend, no doubt. I mean, that's gotta be insane, you know, being an icon and then going down that way. I mean, I honestly, I, I think, is there a documentary or something on? There's got to be. I don't know. There needs to be. But, I mean, should happen to Kobe, too. I know. Mamba. Two, two legends. Two. Yeah, people need to remember the same thing that happened to Kobe also happened to John Denver. So, horrible. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. But their legacy lives on forever. Keep the, Let's keep the positive vibe. Yeah, let's get off the old uh, – so down, down, down here, yeah, yeah, yeah. So down here in Puerto Rico right now, which I'm in a town called Dorado, um, we're experiencing yeah. the Sahara dust storm. No shit, Sahara. That's so, in Africa. So the African winds blow over this insane cloud of sand, and we can't even see the sunset. It looks like our pollution looks like we're in the middle of China, and. Air quality is terrible. Can't go outside. Government's closed down the beaches. And I mean, I'm golfing tomorrow, but it's not good out there. It's the sandstorm. And, it, and this, it's called the Sahara sandstorm or sand winds? Yeah, the Sahara sand. Does it happen every year? Or? I thought it was all bullshit until this year. Yeah, but it's, it's legit. Yeah. Check it out on Twitter. We'll post a picture of it. You can see the cloud from space. It's huge. And it's coming to the States. So now everyone's freaking out. I mean, Damn. it was funny because everyone's complaining about how 2020 sucks out so bad. Um, yeah. In Puerto Rico, um, on the day after the summer solstice, we have this event called Noche de San Juan. So it's basically at midnight, you go in and baptize yourself and cleanse off all the sins and bad feelings and negative energy, um, you know, maybe get closer with Christ, and then um, you get ready for the new year. So we did that last night. Um, so I'm done complaining about shit, okay? I love it. Put that shit in the, put that shit in the trash can and keep it I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. New year, new champ. Yeah. Starting today. Yeah, and our business is, I mean, been super busy, and we have about two weeks left until the busy season's over. So, no complaining, pedal to the metal, and it's been a hell of a ride. Wouldn't expect anything less, brother. I think, uh, I think something that would be good for us to do is, you know, tell the, let's just give a brief overview to the audience about what you do, why you do it. You know, I know everyone thinks you're a golf show uh, host on Snapchat. I wish I, I wish I was. That doesn't pay the bills. So what 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 does pay the bills for Christopher Ham? So in 2016, I started a company called Casper, which stands for Consulting and Ancillary Services of Puerto Rico. Um, a little bit of backstory: Puerto Rico's in a lot of debt. Um, we're a territory, we can't vote. Um, so that means we're not taxed federally. Um, but since we're broke, we need to raise tax dollars. So, um, and investment and employment. So Puerto Rico created these tax incentives in 2012. Um, and now my current business partner, yeah, super solid tax incentives, 4% tax on your business income, 0% tax on your uh, capital gains. And also PD, this might be good for um, the audience you're targeting. There's also this act called Act 135. It's a young entrepreneur Let's act. You move, if you move down here and you run your business from here, you're under 35, you pay 0% tax on your first 500K every single year. So um, I usually work with like middle market businesses and high net worth individuals, but this is yeah. an insane tax incentive for young guys. Like 
No tax. So anyways, what we do is because Puerto Rico is very unorganized and late and half people don't, um, you know, aren't fully efficient in, in English. Um, so there's a little bit of barrier there and that's mostly on, on us as, as visitors, but we streamline the process of moving down to Puerto Rico, um, whether that's business or personal. So getting you a good accountant, a good attorney, finding you a house. Um, my wife's a real estate agent, Sarah, um, insurance, all that stuff. So, you know, moving to a new place is kind of crazy and it takes a lot to get set up. We've moved out a hundred families and I never thought I'd live in Puerto Rico, but, um, here to stay. Um, we do, I mean, a lot of stuff within the Puerto Rican community. We're picking up trash. Uh, we've been picking up trash for about three years at, at this one beach with this organization called Limp VR. Um, shout yep. out Limp VR, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, yep. It's really not that, that hard. And I was never a big environmentalist. Or I don't really even consider myself an environmentalist, but um, I mean, in Texas, we have so much room and everyone drives a Hummer and, you know, whatever, um, which is fine. Yeah. But in Puerto Rico, we don't have enough room and our place is a mess. So we got to get that. And then I'm also a member of the first, uh, founding member of the first year of Puerto Rico. So we're going to bring youth golf to um, a lot of the local kids and get them off the streets, teach them just the lessons of the game, you know, respect, um, yep. being a good competitor, being a graceful winner, being a humble loser. Um, Absolutely. A lot of That's those characteristics important. that that have transferred, I mean, and have been very important in my my development as a as a professional. Chief, I love it. So I'd say in summary, you you help if someone has a business in the United States and their dog dead, as Dad would say, dog dead tired of paying too much taxes, they need to call you. Or if they like money and they're making it, they should probably call me. But if you don't like money or you don't oh. like making it, don't call me. Straight and straightforward and to the point. I love it. Absolutely. So you live, you live in Dorado and I have had the pleasure of going to visit you down there in Dorado. Gotta give it to you. Hell of a place. Hell of a Heaven place. on earth, brother. Heaven on earth. Guys, this place where Chris lives is immaculate. It's it's like an island resort. Everyone is driving around in golf carts. That's how you get around within the community. Um, Zoom it. Magnificent beaches. Yep. Great, great food. Um, Tons of good food. Most importantly, a lot, of, a lot of good people. That's the biggest thing, and that's why I love Dorado, honestly. There's legends here. I mean, you go to your country club or your neighborhood, wherever you live, I mean, maybe there's like, you know, five guys that are legends. I'm talking legends. Yeah. Yeah. The guys they write books about. Big dogs. Yeah. Not even big dogs, but just legends. I mean, they're all big dogs. I'm the littlest dog in here. I'm like Toby. Yeah, Toby, for for the audience, Toby is. Yeah, for the audience. My my five-pound dog. Yeah, Chris is. Chris's wife's longtime dog, little Toby, oh, little Toby, little oh, guy. He weighs, he weighs five pounds, no shit. Yeah, maybe a pound of fur. That's insane. Rocky is, has been hovering around 50 pounds for a while. He's just yeah, so kid, dense. Kid's a unit. Need him on the pod. Oh, yeah. Rocky, my dog is a half lab, half dachshund. So if you kind of vision that in your head, that's that's the mix he is. And simply put, he's just a massive wiener dog. And he's the best. He's just like a pillow. He's just like a pillow. He loves people. He doesn't doesn't dick around with other dogs, though. Not at all. Speaking of like Toby, come here. Come here. You're about guy. to be the second. You about to be second guest on the podcast. Here's my little guy. Toblatonski. Toblatonski. What's going on? Hi, people. Fantastic. He's looking good. He's looking healthy. 
He's good. He's good. So, Chief, uh, I know we talk a lot. I mean, for the record, I mean, Chris is my best friend. In this, I mean, I've got a lot of best friends, but he you're is my, my best. You're my best man. You're my best man. Yeah, I was the best man at his wedding. Gave a hell of a speech. Hell of a. Still got to give me credit for that. And, oh, Chris um, Given. Chris and I, we talk just about every single day. And um, well, you run like a huge part of my business. Let's not forget that—the digital yeah. side of everything. Yeah, there is that. But we yeah, also hey, we shout out we if you have a business and you like money, call me. But call PD second because you have a great product. You can't sell it. It ain't worth shit. Kid knows how to sell it. Well, I appreciate shameless that. Plug, uni, unify marketing. Shameless plug. This uh, this episode is brought to you by Unify Marketing. Personable and optimized marketing for your business, making you more profitable and more prominent. How much is it going to cost me to get a Casper sponsorship? Uh, we'll play that by ear, Chief. We'll negotiate okay, have my people talk to your people. Yep. Absolutely. Speaking of that, speaking of your people, you've added someone to your company recently, Furpy, who I who I love. I and I think it's awesome that you guys have added another asset. And not not, not an asset, but a great person. He is he to be is a part of Casper. Give us a little give us a little uh tell us about Furpy. So a big part of this whole economic development program is very philosophical. And you come down here, you save money on taxes. You're going to connect oh, yeah. with other people who are similar to you. But also, you know, you have an expectation, if not a requirement, to hire local talent. And uh, I'll just tell the whole story. Yeah. So, I, uh, so we're playing in this golf tournament, and I see this guy who's like a really, really good player. And... I thought it was some old Puerto Rican dude because, yeah. you know, a, a, a kid out of college isn't going to be a member at Dorado. This yeah. kid shows – I'm like, I'm going to kill this guy. This kid shows up with a bag from University of St. Andrews. He goes, hi, Mr. Ham. I'm Alberto. Um, I'm looking forward to a good match today. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like so – It's like a young, young snapper. The kid, the kid buried me in a body bag twice. And then took me to the crematorium. How bad did he beat you that first time you guys played? I know you always said that he's. Uh, it, it it was over in about three hours. So we played a little golf. So what is that? How many how many strokes? We it was match play, so I think I was closed out by hole twelve. So it was uh, I had time for the beach that day. But so I met Furpy, kicked my ass, and um, started working with him, and just you know just. Just kind of feeling he's him a, out. He's Puerto Rican? Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. He's a local guy. He knows Spanish. Comes from a great family down here. Has a lot of um, great resources uh, and connections down here. I mean, he single-handedly saved me like 3000 bucks on my car, getting that thing just tuned up. Um, and Love he that. loves Puerto Rico and came back, and there's not a lot of job opportunities here. And um, our business is growing a lot. And you know, he has a business degree from, from a great school. And I said, you know, this guy's willing to work. He shows up on time. Um, he's respectful. And the most important thing is he's willing to learn. So um, about the beginning willing of the year. To learn, get, willing to learn is huge. Yeah. And not afraid to um, make mistakes either. You know, I'm not going to be a micromanager and just, you know. Absolutely. You just those go, are, the, those you are go, literally two of the most important things I feel like. Willing, yeah. willing to learn and willing to make mistakes. I feel like those are two, two of the most valuable traits you can ask for anyone. But I, but I would caveat, team. I would caveat that by saying like, if you're working on a project, check in with whoever you're making the project with, like, twenty five percent of the way through, fifty, and then seventy five, and it can even be just like three minutes. Um, yeah. Because I know I've went down a lot of rabbit holes. I mean, Alberto has too, right? He does all this stuff. I say, hey, like, this isn't right. It's like, man, that sucks. But, you know, that's a part of his journey. And um, I have high hopes for the kid. I hope he gets into our real estate business soon. Um, and then who knows? 
I, uh, my goal for him is millionaire. My, my goal for him is millionaire by 30 and that's on air now, Alberto. So you can take that to the bank. That'd be nice. We'll get there. Burpee, make it happen, brother. Make her happen. Make it happen. So y'all met playing golf. Chief, one thing a lot of people know you for is Chris Ham loves golf. He's love it. He's if he's not on the course, if he's not working, he's out on the course. Or and, I'm working out on the course. And I think Or you're grinding on the course. Yeah. The reason why I love golf so much, I mean, frankly, it's a stupid game. You have a small ball that you gotta yep. hit in a small hole two, three, four hundred yards away with a shitty club that makes no sense. And you got to turn your body all these weird ways. But besides that, it's really a true test of your mental, your mind. Because golf is one of the only sports, the harder you try, the worse you do. And we've all made made a par before. Yeah. Um, How can you make 18 pars in a row? Like, our body has it in us, obviously, one way or another. Um, and just yeah. that constant quest for perfection, which is unobtainable in the end. It's impossible to be, you know, you're not going to shoot an 18 unless you're Kim Jong-un. Um, which, he shot know, an 18? Guy, he, oh, I think he, he had 15 holes in one. And I think he might have shot like a uh, 21 or 22. I mean – He's built like an athlete and a golfer, and oh, yeah. he has plenty of time for that. So, um, you know, you look at guys like Tiger Woods who, you know, aren't leaders of dictatorships and can't go that low. But anyways, I Absolutely. love golf, and I, and I love gambling, and I love drinking, and I love kicking people's ass, and I love the challenge. So, um our dad is a huge golfer and I've, I've had that in me since the very beginning. And, um, I'm going to be playing golf till I'm upside down. I love it. But we love, we love drinking in, in moderation, right? Chief? Yeah. Only about, you know, two or three beers per side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's the uh, healthy dose, right? It's kind of a slippery slope. It's kind of a slippery slope because sometimes you want to play really good and you do bad, but you have a couple drinks, you get that swing lube in you. But then if you overdo it, it can get ugly. And you got to teeter teeter the line, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, but you got to find the, the good spot where you're not losing it, but you're loose, you know? Loose, but not loose. Yeah, but, but, um, once you can control your mental aspect or at least be aware of it, you don't need as much swing lube. And my boy Steven Pitts has helped me a lot with that. Swing lube. Is that, is that what it's called? That's a, that's a thing. I love it. I'm definitely out of that to the, the old Pete Ham dictionary. Sometimes you got to lube right up next to Ferda. You got to lube up your car before you even get to the garage. And that's, that's, that's a little tough. That is tough, Chief. That is tough. A couple of bloodies to go from the old uh, corner store. If you're Absolute in New Orleans. Bad. Speaking of New Orleans. Speaking of New Orleans, that, let's go. That is, that is. So, New Orleans is a place that I have only been to once. And the only time I went to New Orleans was with Chris for Chris's bachelor party. And wow. I don't recall any place. of this. I don't recall what any of it. a place. I mean, I recall it. Um, just, it's a different world out there, honestly. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time. I have three favorite places in the world. One okay. is Montana. Where are they? Montana. Yeah. Love Which Montana. We have, we God's have best kept secret. Crib up there. Dorado. 
yeah. which both of those places I could live and we have houses there and I obviously live here and have a house. Um, and oh, then you, N- you NOLA. House? NOLA. Yeah. But could never NOLA. live in NOLA. Oh, wow. Yeah, that place. We probably, you we probably NOLA, die there. You, you gotta go. It's the best. It's yeah, simply the we, best. Uh, it's dirty, but it's classy. Well, it depends. It depends on if you if you're trying it to is, get it is. if you're trying it's to get very dirty, diverse. you go to the dirty parts. If you're trying to if you're trying to you know go have a nice dinner and put on oh, your nice shirt and your nice shoes and there's plenty of places to. I mean, you can really do anything you want there. There's really no limitations. Whenever you want. Whenever you want, and. I mean, and as a Cowboys fan, I'm sorry to say it, I love the Saints. Well, that's okay. I love them. Who that? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a Saints. You know, you know where my loyalty lies. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting a Saints tattoo, but I mean, like, I want them to win the South. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want Drew Brees to come into our place after we're on a bye and we pop a 50 burger on him. But yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I went to the game when it, or did you go to the New Orleans versus Cowboys game? Or you know what? Been... You know what? I watched it. I watched it at Texas Live. That was the game that I had bought. So before this season last year, or two years ago, two years ago, I had bought uh, basically the the party pass tickets to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and I bought them for every single game. And they were like ten. Is this a new bucks. section? This is this it's, is financial moves with Peter. Yeah, ten fifteen bucks, and. Well, this is one of the reasons I'll never forget that game is because of this memory, which wasn't necessarily a football memory. It was a financial memory. And I bought all these standing tickets. The demand for these Saints versus Cowboy tickets was a Thursday night game. I'll never forget it. Thursday night game, I was fired up because the Cowboys had just won six games in a row, and we were in the shitter, and we had risen from the grave I think and, I was at that game with mom. I took mom there. Yeah, I think you did. Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, and, in the suite. Um, yeah, I remember well, that. I we kicked their ass. We kicked their ass. Yeah, we won. We, we Sorry, shut them out Joe. defensively. We shut them but out it was defensively. Like, it was like 6-0 or something like that. Something like that. And these $10 tickets – I sold them for 180 a pop, and it was at a time where God knows I needed it. So, um, it's a smart you move. love to see it. You love to see it, and hoping to do the same this year. Which I'm hoping everything starts on time. You know, I'm starting oh, to get. God. I'm starting to get a little concerned, just because what's going on with baseball, which. From what it looks like, they're going to have a a sixty game season for baseball. But yeah, sixty game season, no fans. I mean, it's going to be wild. There's going to yeah. be so much sports. NBA. I, I was talking to my boy Gus today. I was like, "Are they going to have just NBA games in Orlando? Nine o'clock a.m., eleven, one, three, five, seven, and nine. Who knows? Yeah, like get." Save money, get ready for the parlays. Well, I'm off the gambling train, but save your money, get ready. You could hit a ten gamer in one day. Or a twenty gamer. The opportunities are endless. You heard it here first, folks. Smash those ten game parlays. Or take the teasers. We got or options. go buy yourself some good groceries. All good options. Yeah, yeah. Or like take care of your family and not give it to an illegal sports book, which I would highly advise to do that option.
yeah, it's absolutely a better option morally. And, um, yeah, definitely, definitely should do that. Unless it's free money. Well, yeah, you always got to factor that in. Well, chief, um, one thing I want to ask you, what, and I know I'm just going to be off the dome, but what's one unforgettable memory that we have together that we you think we can talk about on the podcast? I was thinking about this earlier and there's a lot of them that I can't talk about on the podcast, but. Well, I'd be disappointed if there wasn't any of those type of stories. Our little go in Canada. I mean, the firework incident. I mean, there's a lot. What was the firework incident? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just, well, since we brought it up, I might as well run. I'll give the brief synopsis. That that was a very special memory uh, of you when you thought it would be a good idea to, you're like 13 or... You're like, Let I'm going to tell her, you're, you're like, you're like 12 or no, 13. You, you got a chili bowl haircut. Um, the screw the, you know, the electrons maybe weren't all there yet, but not, you not know, many you go, 11 and 12 year old electrons are firing. I totally agree. Mine weren't connected till about two weeks ago, but you decided to test a waterproof yeah, firework by putting it in the toilet in the house. And was it waterproof? It was, and it works phenomenal. It, it blew that, it blew that bitch up. The toilet exploded. Totally. And right when it occurred, I just kind of froze and I'm like, shit, well this, this isn't good. So I, I ran inside and yeah. I, I felt like I had to tell someone, but you know, me telling, me telling, me telling one person since that whole house was crowded at the time, ended up everyone found out. So long story short, I had a firework experiment when I was 12 years old. And I blew up the toilet. My punishment was What's the punishment? I had to I had to paint the two decks Not the deck. that oh, we had shit. in Montana. And Dude, I had I had six guys paint the tape the deck with me one year. Yeah, so it was just one guy and it took me about two or three days. And it was hot as hell. And I had our uncle Gary who would uh, come chime in every now and then and say, Oh, oh uncle you missed this part or you got to make sure you got to make sure to do this around the corners or in the gaps. Of course. And it was tedious, but you know what? Painted the deck. It looked great. And I got to keep the remains of the toilet and I still have it today. Pollution that. 90%, 99% of them, let's say 95% of them, probably 92. 92% probably are off-air topics, but the other 8% we just really can't think about right now, which is no big deal, it happens. So we'll have to recircle around that in the, another episode. I'm sure we'll have you back on. Um, Talk to my people. Yep. I'll give, I'll give uh, your, the Casper folks a call, friendly folks down at Casper. But another topic we get into is what are some Chris Ham life mottos or valuable lessons that you feel like the people should know about you? I don't know if this is like a life lesson or like a valuable lesson, but I think it's really important to keep a daily planner. The daily planner. I agree. Yeah. So every day you kind of write down like your big things and um, maybe something that you can do that you go outside of your comfort zone, things that definitely have to be done. Um, You know, if you're looking at yourself 
as a high performance coach, what would you say to yourself? Um, it takes like five minutes. Um, yeah. And we're always scrolling on Instagram. So if you can just do a little bit of self-reflection, I think that's good. Um, one of my mentors, uh, Big Mike, Mike McCloskey says, you know, you always got to take a little bit of time, especially with hard decisions, complex decisions. Um, just go out by yourself and have a little time to yourself. So I think focusing on your on yourself, your, your, your mental side um, is important and often overlooked, especially in the environment that we live in now with everything is so digital and all the dopamines and likes and comments and all that. Um, oh, absolutely. Another thing that mom told us, PD, is that details, it's not that details don't matter, details are everything. Um, and that's kind of made me a very particular person, but I really strive for excellence. And if you're going to look at something and say, what is, what does excellence look like to you? Or what does it feel just, like? Just, just like well thought out, buttoned up, good game plan and execution. So um, okay, yeah. if you're, if you, you know, we've all had jobs or, you know, let's say you want to throw away your, your dirty clothes and you just barely put them in the hamper or you look at a PowerPoint and you say, yeah, well, my boss isn't going to notice that. So I'm not going to do it. Um, and honestly, I have this thing right here by my desk. I'll, I'll read it to you. And I read this pretty much every day. I look at it all the time. Yeah. What does it say? Going far beyond the call of duty, doing more than others expect. This is what excellence is all about. And it comes from striving, maintaining the highest standards, looking after the smallest detail and going the extra mile. Excellence means doing your very best in everything, in every way. So that is excellence to me. That was a softball. Um, but that's that. a good life lesson. Um, Focus on the details. Plan out your day. And strive for excellence. I feel like those And then uh, another another one that is huge for me is living the question. So mom also told me that one. And a lot yeah. of people get get um, like a little anxious or, or worried about where you need to be in life. You compare yourself to all your super rich friends that don't have to work or celebrities or whatever. Um, and that's yeah. not healthy. Um, not Absolutely only that, not. but, but also it's not fair to yourself. Just, well, just don't worry about it. Okay. Live in the question. Be cool with what's going to happen in the future. I mean, shit, I never thought I'd be living in Puerto Rico, dude. I didn't even know where this place was five years ago. Yeah, me either. Um, uh, that, um, what you just said, I love because something that, something that I've definitely been trying to focus on lately is is exactly that. And the great quote that I heard is, don't worry about comparing yourself to others, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And yeah. that's from Jordan Peterson. If you know me, you know I love Jordan Peterson. I, th I think he's a hell of a guy, a hell of an intellectual, um, just very interesting guy. And I, I don't know, every all of his videos I've watched, I've just felt like they've resonated with me. Um, but that's, that's one of his principles that he speaks about is you have to make it a priority to compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And I feel like that's something in our world that it's hard to do because you're able to absorb so much from everything else. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I work in social media. So, and that is the podium for it. people to basically, yeah, I'm in the trenches. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in that atmosphere. Honestly, sometimes more than I'd like to be, but I know how much opportunity is there, but sure. yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's, it's now more important than ever for people to really focus on comparing themselves to who they were yesterday, not who they were two years ago, not who they were five years ago, not who they want to be in 10 years. None of that. So who you were yesterday. And if you can, if you can 
outperform or do a better job than you did yesterday, that, you're doing good. That goes into another one of my favorites, which we all know, and it's kind of cliche, but I really love it, brick by brick. Yeah, brick by brick, brother. Small, win, small wins every day, you'll be good. You make yeah. 1% a day, you're up 66% on the year, 67%. So, absolutely. I'm sorry, that's 1% a week. 1% a day, you're up like a million. Yeah, 1% a day, you'd be up, you'd be up uh, 365.25%. We'll edit that out. I mean, that's, that's accurate. I'm pretty sure. Anyways. Compound, in, compound interest. Do we need to do a little segment on compound interest? Uh, we can save that for the Chris Ham finance course. Okay. Sure. Which, um, hell of a course. Hell of a course. You, you, I've taken it more times than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Use the code CASPR for 6.9% off. Okay. Sweet. Not an actual course, just to disclose that. But Chris is a C-certified public accountant, a CPA. So if you do need help in that category, he knows a thing or two. Or he'll get you in touch with the right guy. Chief, I've loved the episode today. And one thing that I feel like absolutely has to be tradition is some good old would you rathers. And oh, geez. And they might get a little weird. They might get a little crazy. They might get a little deep. But there's only one rule, and that's you got to answer. So, Chief, grab onto your go. britches. Strap, strap up your shit sopper shoes. Britches are strapped onto my shit sompers. Button up your, button up your suit. Button up your shirt. So, Good enough right now. And there it is. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you got four buttons on that. Wow. Que paso, mi amigo. Bienvenidos. Oh, it's got a little gap between the. I like that. It's good breathability. Oh, sorry. It's not a gap. Oh, wait, wait, is there one? No. Oh, there it is. Four buttons. Honestly, you know, people give the full button up a bad rap it doesn't look half bad i i hate it honestly i i, I mean i get it but it doesn't look it doesn't look horrible i i'm, I'm a let the let it out type of guy i know you are nothing wrong with that either but Bye. i feel good i feel like put together yeah yeah I, so i'm ready to go I, for I, would you rather yeah i i feel like you are absolutely put together tight tight knit chief looks great all right, so question number one. Would you rather wake up in three days to discover the magic is real or that aliens are real and ready to interact with us? So you, I would say, you wake up in I would three say, days, magic's would, real or I, aliens I would, are real? I would say I would rather aliens because I think aliens are dope and I don't think that they're as bad as all these other people make them out to be. I think aliens are going to be chill. And um, I mean, we're yeah, dancing. I so, and, 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 I, and I believe there are aliens out there 100%. Um, oh, there's got to be. Or I guess I can't say 100%, but I don't want to get into the God and all that. But, you know, I believe in God, but I believe in aliens. And I'd love to meet some aliens. That we can I, don't think there's anything, I don't think there's anything conflicting about believing in God and believing that there's life outside of earth yeah well whatever yeah i mean we don't, we don't have to get we don't have to get into that but i'm thinking okay. aliens Bust question up. number two yeah i take aliens too would you rather have your name legally changed to earl eugene or harold Uh, honestly, I think I would go Harold, so I could be called a Harry Ham, and I think that's funny. 
I I would definitely go with Earl. I feel like Earl's not a bad name. No, not at all. I don't know an Earl. Now that I think about it, it's old. That's an old school name. It is old school. Solid name. But I, I think Harry Ham. Earl, you get shit done. I, I think Harry Ham would be. I mean, I'd be like mayor of Mansfield for sure with that name. It does. It does come off the tongue. I, I don't know if I like how it comes off the tongue, but it definitely does come off the tongue. There's some tongue going on in the hairy hand. Not my tongue. Okay. Question number three. Would you rather go 10,000 years in the future or 10,000 years in the past? So this is tough because I would love to go 10,000 years in the past. Well, 10,000 is pretty deep, but I would love to like get all the stock picks and all the, um, all the bets squared away. But um, and ten thousand year in the future, ten thousand years in the future is kind of scary because maybe we'll get our shit figured out, or maybe like we're gonna have nuclear war and Earth's gonna be demolished. So um, yeah. I would take I like, my chances. I like to think we'll be good. I like to think like life think, will be good. I like to, I like to think we'll be good too, but you never know. Um, terrorists get their hands on some bombs, and it's gonna be ugly. But um, I think so I'd rather go 10,000 years in the future because we're not going to have to work. We're not going to have to do shit. We're going to have everything because through nanomachines and technology and food's going to grow, grow in our house and stuff like that. Um, houses are going to build themselves pretty much. So I'll take 10,000 future for a hundred. 10,000 in the future. Love it. I'd probably pick the same because God knows what's, uh, I mean, 10,000 years in the past, bro. That was 8,000 BC. I mean, that was like Rome and Genghis Khan. And I don't know. 10,000 is way before that. This is 10,000 caveman years. Don't quote me on that. No, shit was going down. Shit was going down 8,000 BC. They had millions of – all the Chinese were – Chinese were killing it. I think 10,000 years was – with Ice Age and you know mammoths and all that shit was going on. No, I, no, I don't, I don't think. I, don't I, think I would so. go ten thousand in the future. No doubt. I think that's a hundred thousand. I think it's clear to say that we are not good like um, anthropologists or native historians. But I'm going future. Future it is for the big chief. You got to pick one. Would you rather? always win when you play someone at chess, when you play them at one-on-one basketball, or ping pong? Chess. I'm taking basketball. Chess is badass. Chess is badass. And I, I, do I play, I play chess a lot. I play chess a lot down here. Do you feel like it's good for the, good for the brain? It's, it is totally, dude. It's like critical thinking. It's prediction. It's reading people. Like it's like a next read, level. Do you poke. read the guy you're playing against? Yeah, like a lot. Is yeah. that a big part? It's like, I like poker. It's like next. It's like poker, but it's like ne- It's like much more complicated than poker. Yeah. And I love playing poker. I mean, we have a poker game every month here, and that's fun. But chess is a lot harder on your brain than poker because there's so much shit going on. Yeah, I know. So I would say I would say chess. I'd say winning in chess, brother. Okay. Then you take Hoopin. Right. Yeah, I take Hoopin all day. I always wanted shout, to uh, shout out, shout out Hooper. Shout out JJ Hoops, our good buddy Hooper. If you're listening right now, I am on your team. I'm on your team too, bud. Big team guy. All right, Chief. Next question of the alien topic again. Would you rather be abducted by aliens or abducted by humans? Well, that's also a tough one because Uh, either one of them could, either one of them could kill you. But like, what if you're like Toby and you get abducted by me and Sarah, you live a great life and you nap and get belly rubs all day. So that's legit. Toby, Um, Yeah. The dog. Just clarify it if anyone heard Kobe. No. Um, 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going aliens. I'm going aliens. You go down in history. Abducted. Abducted. Is that like MS-13, like kidnaps you on the street? Or is it like you get to go live in the Hamptons? Abducted usually means like you're gone. Like gone, gone. If I'm gone, gone, then I'm gone with the aliens. Hundo feud. All right. Let's get one more. Um, let's see what we got here. All right. This is a, uh, it's a good one. Would you rather be a professional MLB player, NHL player, NFL player, or NBA? So four, the four big major league sports. All right. So, professional rugby in there or golf, but yeah, so that makes it too easy. NFL is good because there's not that many games, but yeah. you get you get um, hurt. MLB season super long. NBA is long. I'd probably be hockey, Ferda, because hockey's sick. If Tough I had guys. to pick. Tough guys only play hockey. Just, just, just a guy's guy's locker room, burying nuggets, bar down skier, doesn't count ski, shout out Shaw. Um, and I wasn't even a hockey player. I played baseball, basketball, and football. Yeah. But I never played – I mean, I played roller hockey, which doesn't count. Um, if no, I had or, to be a – not factoring in the money or the fame or endorsements or whatever, I would say it would probably be the most fun to be on an NHL hockey team. I love it. I love it. I got to go with NBA, though. I'm not going to lie. Those guys get paid the big bucks. And it's not about the money, though. Well, it's definitely a big factor. All right, and you're making $10 million bucks a year in each league. Which one would you pick? Still NBA. NBA. I love it. Uh, I love Bebo. Yeah. But you you uh, have to uh, play you have to play for the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, the Bobcats. I mean, the Bobcats. Oh. And then NFL I get to play for anyone? Yeah. Actually, I mean or, it would be it, it, I, you know what, scratch NBA. I'm going middle linebacker. Dallas Cowboys, for the voice or tight end, Jason Witten style, which got heated that he's with the Raiders, but we don't need to get into that. Well, Chief. It's ridiculous. I think we had a fantastic first episode. And with that, I think we'll go ahead and put a bow on this one, brother. Ladies and gents. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Hand Planet podcast today. If you're still with us and you listen to the whole episode, hats off to you. Really do appreciate it, like I said at the start. And uh, absolutely hope that you continue to tune into the Hand Planet podcast. And if you got any feedback, if you got any hot takes, if you got any topics you want to be discussed on the show, or if you know someone who might be a good candidate, to be on the show or if you got anything to say let us know in the comments youtube facebook instagram follow us share the shit out of this podcast it really does mean a lot to us and um we absolutely hope to bring joy and positive vibes to your life in each and every episode so with that We will go ahead and sign off. Have a fantastic day. Keep the positive vibes coming. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.